You're listening to Mad Trivia. What's up, nerds? It's Mad Trivia John here at the top of the episode. Um, you'll be able to notice that my audio is pretty shitty. Uh, there was an issue with the recording uh, on my side only. Fortunately, John, the guest, was not affected by this. But I did my best, and I hope that it still serves to purpose. Uh, so without further ado, here is John straight away. Uh, it's actually it's a college sports cast, and we do uh, football, college football, basketball, and baseball is what we talk about. Do about three shows a week, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts uh, at College Sports Cast. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, and how long have you been doing that part? Probably a couple of months now. Um, yeah, so it's not very long. Still fresh, and that's okay because this has been the last few years. I think podcasts have just kind of popped up. The pandemic kind of inspired everybody to. Oh yeah. All right. So let me pull up my list of movies that you selected for us because I don't know. You actually gave me four movies, I think. I gave you multiple. I know. Yes, you give me four. I'll actually mention all of them because they're. I, no, you actually five because you. I gave you. I give you a fifth one later. Yeah. John's movies were Top Gun Maverick, Joker, Slash the Dark Knight, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, and then V for Vendetta. Yes, yes, that that was the list. <laughs> so, uh, what is your reasoning for like all of those? styles of okay well uh top gun maverick was one that was just obviously because it was recent but it was really good and it was one that uh my wife and i have seen uh, quite a few times and so that was just one that i i mean it, it hit on everything the nostalgia but it was just i felt like it was really good uh as far as the way that it was shot just the movie itself and the fact that it didn't go it played to the nostalgia without being like overly going back into you know the 1980s to the original top gun dark knight i mean i'm i'm a batman fan and i love the joker character as far as the the villain for batman so the movie the joker while it's not in any sort of universe and it's a different standalone take that's one reason why i love that one um and it's just the fact that it could be real or doesn't have to be real. Um, and then, right, and then, uh, and then The Dark Knight, you know, was heavily regarded as one of the best uh, superhero comic book adaptations to a movie, you know, prior to all the, you know, the, the massive Marvel surge that's happened since that movie. But I just felt like it was really awesome. And again, has the Joker and one of the best iterations of the Joker on film and and then when you go into the other two uh the uh the django unchained and the uh inglorious bastards those are a couple of uh, quentin tarantino movies that i actually really like um mainly because they're very quotable and i just think it's it's i i i I love it just because of the uh because of, of the fact that you can quote it and i mean like i almost wanted to put once upon a time in hollywood because that's also a very good Tarantino movie. Got a buddy of mine that there, we could probably have an entire conversation on just quoting, you know, either The Dark Knight 
Django and Chain or like several other just Joker, just just not necessarily the Joker of the movie, but Joker the character Joker. Yeah, I totally relate to that. And what about View for Vendetta? Again, that is uh, what I love about this one is that with everything that has happened, you know, in modern day or, or politics and whatnot, and I'm not a very political person, um, although I will sit there and make fun of politics, whether the left or the right don't really have a preference on which one I want to make fun of. I'll make fun of both. Everybody's a target. Correct. And V for Vendetta is one of those where I start watching that movie and I go, oh man, some of this could actually be happening right now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, so I like to make sure, yeah, I know. And I just, I sit there and I'm going, wow, we actually have the bank makings of it right now. And the, the whole conspiracy theories on COVID-19 and how it started and who started it and what it really is and all that stuff very much v for vendetta just it's who controls the information you know and how the information is being you know put out in the world i like it i like it also i am exactly the same way in terms of just making fun of people if 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 you're a person i'm gonna do my very best to make you laugh even if it's just a little bit and even if it's just lightly offensive <laughs> i mean i I, uh, I don't really stand for any political stance anymore i used to i used to float democrat back when i was much younger now i'm kind of just eh, politics suck anyways yeah i mean like look i grew up in a in a in a conservative home my parents are mostly conservative my mom's probably closer to center but both are right of center i am in the purple area whether I'm slightly right or slightly left, I could never tell you. But I am further left than my parents, I'll tell you that. But I may <laughs> I still may not have hit the center or even gone really far off to the right, you know, but that's just where I am. And again, I'll make fun of both because I see the ridiculousness in both sides. Fair enough. Well, this is not a political podcast and we will not be talking politics. We are going to talk trivia. And we are going to talk Mad Libs. And you, right. sir, are going to get the Joker today. Oh, yes. So we're going to start off with the trivia. I'm going to give you ten questions. I think I might have made sure to give you another two-parter. I might be wrong. Yes, I did give you one. All righty. Are you ready for your ten trivia questions? Yeah, I hope I can do well on this one. <laughs> well, if not, don't be surprised. I make sure to make as difficult a choice as I can for at least half of them. Yes. So it's a little bit more enjoyable and maybe just a little bit more informative than most people would expect out of a trivia and Mad Libs podcast. All right. So question number one. Todd Phillips is the genius director behind the camera for Joker, but he wasn't the original pick. Who was? Oh, man. I This one I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know. Feel free to take a guess. Feel free to take a guess. Uh, as far as the original Joker... It's not Zack Snyder, but I'm going to just say it just to throw a name out there. Well, there'd be <laughs> nothing wrong with that choice, but unfortunately that is not correct. The correct yeah. answer is Martin Scorsese. Ah, that makes sense with the way it, uh, the way it is uh, filmed. 
Yeah, and I think he would have touched it just a slight bit differently, and it probably would have been just a hair darker if he did it. Yeah, it'd be more like Shutter Island. Yep, yep. And uh, I don't know. I'm not really going to complain because Todd Phillips definitely nailed the, the director's position for sure. Yep. All righty. Question number two. Very similarly to Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix was not the original actor in line for Arthur Fleck. Who was? Um, I can throw you a slight hint if you'd like. Well, if 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 Scorsese was the was was the original director, if they went ahead and made an original one based on Scorsese, I would say Leo. And you would be correct. Leonardo DiCaprio was the original choice for the Joker, Arthur Fleck. Yep. Excellent. So you're one and two right now. Not doing too bad. Oh, sorry. One out of two. Yeah. Question number three. The movie is famously R-rated. There is something else that our rating is for, famous for, though. What famous first is forever tied to it? As far as, how do you mean on this one? So this is the first time that an R-rated film ever did something. Oh, uh, this is the first time that an R-rated film did something? Yes. Not necessarily within the film, but it's the first time that something that got an R rating had ever happened to an R-rated movie. Uh, it's the first, I mean, I, it's not a comic book one because I think Wolverine was, or the, uh, Logan was the first one for that. I think you're thinking of the first R-rated comic book movie and that actually go back to, I want to say Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would not be correct. Right. So the answer for this one is it was the first R-rated movie to earn and break $1 billion. Yes. Yes, it was. A lot of people don't know that, but it's a very interesting fact because you would think there's a lot of famous R-rated movies out there, a lot of really, really well-known ones. But yeah, none it was of the them first made one. it. Yeah, it's the first one to break a billion. Yep. Yeah. Very big milestone for the R-rated industry. <clears throat> Question number four. There are ver several very reputable producers tied to Joker, but one of them is best known for his acting. Which actor with ties to Marvel is credited as a producer? Actor ties to Marvel. I will say that he has acted in Marvel films. Kind of. Then that puts it the way that you're saying that he is outside the MCU. But he also could be in the MCU now. I'll say, I will say he's in the MCU. I'm going Ryan Reynolds. I wish I could say that that was the case, but unfortunately, no, it's Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Okay. Yes. That's a, I was surprised when I saw his name on the producer's credits because he is not one person I associate with production. Right. Yeah. All righty. Moving on. Don't worry about getting them wrong. I think the best part about this is going to be the Mad Libs for you. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Question number five. What year is Joker based in and why? It's 1986. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you within three years. 1986. That is not correct. Not correct. It's close. It is the 80s. I'll give you that. 
Yeah, but why is it based in the 80s? It's based in the 80s because they, um, oh, shoot. One of these comic books was written in the 80s. Was there not, is it something based that was on one of these things that was written in the 80s? Like the, uh, oh, shoot. It's not so I know, much like, about the, watching... the comic books. It's not so much about the comics. As it is about the. It's more about keeping it away from something. Well, keeping it out of the DCEU. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. It was made, it, sorry, it was designed to be set in 1981 to 81. keep it as far away from the DCEU as possible. There you go. That's all right, though. That, I, I told you these are going to be very difficult. I, I'm more, more hoping for the information to be made more prominent because of it. Yes. Because these are all interesting facts about the movie that I didn't know. Well, a lot of them I didn't know. But we're keeping on. Question number six. How many awards did Joaquin Phoenix win for this movie? And I'll give you this one within five. We won one. I'm going four. You really undersold him on that one. I undersold him. Great. He won 27 awards for this movie. Well, I don't know how many of these things that they, these award shows they go to. <laughs> oh, this one went across the board. This one was like Sundance and Brands and Cons and all that. This one actually won awards before it. I think it won awards before it actually got its red carpet film premiere. I want to say. Yes, because be it was, I knew it was, hyped, it was hyped up before and it would yeah. have to be because of that. Because I want to say it was going, it was making the independent film festival rounds first yeah because it was it was really like i remember reading all the reports about how he just gave the performance of a lifetime and how it was undeniable that he was the perfect person for the role and yeah 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 27 total awards i think that might be the most awards anyone's ever won for a movie but i could be wrong (laughs) wow yeah he's uh, he's got a lot on there now this one's gonna be tough too. I, I told you I'm I'm making them hard because this is a really good movie. Within five pounds, how much weight did Joaquin Phoenix lose for this movie? How much did he lose for the movie, or how much was he during the movie? <laughs> how much weight did he lose for the movie? Okay, so oh, I'd have to figure out what he was to start. But I would I would say that he had lost uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 130. Woo! He would have disappeared. He lost 52 pounds for the movie. Uh, 52. Well, I didn't know if he was. Uh, well, I'm putting him at. I put him at like 240. <laughs> I don't start. know exactly how much he did weigh. Honestly, I mean, that he was a skinny, skinny, skinny guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, Bale was 90 something pounds i think for the machinist and then he immediately had to gain everything back to be batman right after it didn't jared leto do something like that too for um I the movie. That one. It was, it, i don't remember if it was i don't think it was him i think it was uh mcconaughey that was that lost all the weight for dallas buyers club bale dropping all the weight for a machinist then Gained all the weight for Batman, but he gained it like looking like uh, Tom Hardy's Bane. 
where he's not ripped, but he's huge kind of thing. Yeah. And they said, no, man, you got to be more of a ninja. You've got to be flexible. And he went, crap. So then he had to drop more. He had to drop, you know, a lot of weight that he had he had gained. Because I think he went from being like 90 pounds to being like 230 to dropping down to like one. I think I remember him having some health issues as a result of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, dropping all that weight and then trying to gain it all back in a very quick manner. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think I actually remember that story too. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Question number eight is going to be more in line with something you were mentioning earlier. Which graphic novel is the derivative for Joker, a story about a failing comedian? So there is one called Joker, or, and I can't remember if that's the one. I know I have it, but I'm like, I'm looking around like, like do I have the, uh, do I have it sitting out where I can see it? <laughs> But I have the. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you the the big hint on this one. Is it was definitely about a failing or failed comedian, which was actually also used as the beginning storyline for another animated film. Right. Then he went and became the Red Hood. And I'm trying to remember. I'm looking over at the. Uh, I can't see it. I'd have to get up and like. To, to actually go look and grab the comic book, but I have it. <laughs> so, uh, God, I thought it was called Joker, but it may be called something else. Um, it's not Joker. Yeah. It does have the name Joke or Joker in it. It's the Killing Joke? That's not. That's, yes, okay. that's the one. Okay. That is the one. Okay. Gotcha. I still have, I have that one too. So, there was another one that's over there where I thought I had the, uh, the uh, the same stuff. Like I've got I've got a bunch of Joker ones over in my little comic book area. It's right underneath my TV, and I can see it, but it's covered up. <laughs> well, you're presumably a fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll keep it on and get to number nine. Todd Phillips earned an Academy Award nomination for Best Director for Joker. However, he did not win. In one way, however, he did win. Which huge first was a direct result of his om- his nomination for the Academy Award for Best Director? And you kind of mentioned this earlier in an indirect way. You mean talking about like how he... Uh, all right. Um, so I've said a lot of things. And I'm trying to figure out what I said. <laughs> Speaking of Todd Phillips. Uh, I'm not going to remember what I, what I said on that. <laughs> All right, no yeah, problem. Yeah, go for it. He was the first director of a comic book film nominated for the award. There you go. Yep. And, I mean, he definitely earned it. <laughs> yep. Definitely did. Yes, sir. All right, let's get you number 10 so we can get to the fun part. Yes. In Joker, Brett Cullen plays Thomas Wayne. You may also recognize him from The Dark Knight Rises as Congressman Gilly, the congressman that Catwoman takes to the bar. However, he was not originally cast as Thomas Wayne. What now even more famous actor due to a recent shooting was almost Thomas Wayne? I say recent, but it was like a year or two ago now. Due to a recent shooting? Yeah. 
Now you're really boggling my mind here. I remember him in Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises, but yep, yeah. he, he was the the congressman, and he played Thomas Wayne in this. Yeah, I, but he was not the person originally cast. I'm not gonna know who was it. Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, that's right. He did. He shot somebody on set. Yes. There was a misfire or whatever the heck the the prop gun actually was loaded or whatever it was. Yeah, it was uh, another Brandon Lee situation. Yeah, that's right. And the guy that played Alfred is uh, he was in um, Robin Hood. He was he was uh, Longstride. Robin of Lo- no Robin Robin of Loxley. He was actually Loxley. I'm no kidding. My uh, my most recent recording was uh, it was with Jared Minister Marvel. Yep. And we did Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, okay. Yeah. This was the Russell Crowe Robin Hood. And oh, much so, more. So the uh, the guy that Russell Crowe's character kind of takes the place and assumes the identity is the guy that plays Alfred in Joker. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the trivia. You struggled a little bit, but I made it hard for you because it was too good of a chance to make it a difficult <laughs> chance. And now yeah. we're going to have some fun. All right. Before we do the Mad Lib scene, I'm going to go over some of the parts of speech, just so there's a reminder as to what each word could potentially be made from, and that way it'll help you, you know, work with it, okay. so to speak. And I took this directly from a Mad Libs book, so it's very, very clear as to what words can be, and I'll give you examples of each word so you have a reference point. Okay, so first, an adjective. Describe something or somebody. Lumpy, soft, ugly, messy, and short are all adjectives. An adverb tells how something is done. It modifies a verb and usually ends in lee, like modestly, stupidly, greedily, and carefully. A noun is the name of a person, place, thing, or idea. Sidewalk, umbrella, bridle, bathtub, and nose are all nouns. A verb is an action word. Run, pitch, jump, and swim are verbs. Verbs in the past tense. Ran, pitched, jumped, and swam. Same kind of idea. A place is obvious. An exclamation or silly word will be pretty much the same. You'd want to use like wow, ouch, womp. Ick and gadzooks is the reference that they use. <laughs> Everything else is going to be pretty straightforward. Do you have any questions about the parts of speech before we begin? No. Okay. Firstly, I need you to give me an adjective. Dark. Dark? Okay. A name. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> I love it already. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, a noun, please. Stapler. Stapler. Yes. Another noun. Microphone. A proper noun. Okay. Gotham. All right. That <laughs> actually works really well. <laughs> um, 
guess what? Another noun. There's a lot of nouns. Backpack. Backpack. Yes. Another noun. Fork. Fork? Yep. These are all objects I'm looking at right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't look at this one. You just got to come up with it. A number. A number. 42. A plural noun. Uh, books. An emotion ending with ing. Ending with what? Ing, I-N-G. An emotion ending with I-N-G. Crying. Crying. A past tense verb. Ran. A noun. Printer. Printer. Another noun? Hmm. How about a bottle? Bottle. Got plenty more nouns to use. Sweet. One more? Actually, I've got three more nouns. I'll actually, four more nouns to use. <laughs> Helmet. Helmet. Uh, a verb. Uh, crush. Crush. Another noun. Grill. I'm going to have to add words to make sure this sounds right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, noun. Fence. Fence? Yep. Okay, another name. Um, uh, Robert Kraft. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> it just came on TV. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just a Patriots fan. <laughs> oh, God. It's even better. Uh, a swear. <laughs> a swear ending with ing, I should say. A swear ending in ing? Yeah. Like fucking? That would be a good one, okay. but... You don't have to necessarily use that one. Well, I mean, I was. Let's just let's go with that one. Okay. And a verb. Well, I could say that again. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Uh, let's do eating. Eat. I had to pluralize one of your nouns, but okay. Are you ready for this fire? <laughs> nope. But let's do it. <laughs> okay. So the scene that you met is the scene where Joker shoots Murray. Yes. <sighs> I am always struggling to say these words. <laughs> All right. You are dark, Bilbo Baggins. Me? I'm dark? Oh, yeah? How am I dark? playing my stapler, inviting me on the microphone. You just wanted to make fun of me. You're just like the rest of Gotham. Wait. <laughs> you don't know the first thing about me, backpack. Look what happened because of what you did, what it led to. There are forks out there. 42 books are in critical condition, and you're crying. You're crying. Someone was ran today because of what you did. I know. How about another printer, Bilbo Baggins? No, I think we've had enough of your printers. Yes. What do you get? I don't think so. 
when you cross a mentally ill bottle with a helmet that crushes him and treats him like a grill. Call the fence, Robert Kraft. Call the fence. I'll tell you what you get. You get what you fucking eat. <laughs> well, f- fucking worked. Uh, <laughs> was the right one. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> that was a lot of the top I was expecting it to be. Well, Murray. Yeah, Murray is thing. I wish I could have Baggins that somehow, but oh, yeah. just you couldn't. I mean, I, Baggins or well, something. But Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely couldn't walk in the way he did. Oh yeah, his his the way he talked when he had the makeup on versus the way he talked when he didn't have the makeup on. Because he totally he talks completely totally different. different, yeah. Because the way he's talking, yeah, the way he's talking when he's got the the Joker makeup on, and then the uh, the dance was the dance in the uh, in the bathroom was ad libbed. Yes, it was. Um, but like, it took them like when they did it. I think that was the first time he had heard the music. I believe so. Because that was like that, that, that was their from like old school stuff. Yeah, and then of course him dancing down the stairs too, which is now I guess referred as like religious monster or something. You say what? That was I like I, I might have misread, it, but I think those stairs are now viewed as some kind of a religious monument. Really? Yeah, which is wild to me. Yes. Absolutely wild to me. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like the the rocky stairs where like uh, everybody's got to go to them or something. Like everybody's got to make a pilgrimage to the rocky stairs in Philadelphia. And go, we got to we got to run a little back. bit more. That's <laughs> a little bit more safe though. I know, I know. But I'm just <laughs> I'm just wondering if that's like what they're kind of like how they're viewing. Yeah, I can it. see. It. I can see. It. I don't know necessarily on the the cap- religious monument well i mean like i went i went uh, i went to chicago a couple months ago and i was uh taking pictures of like areas that they shot like for either batman begins or dark knight when they used those different locations uh i was in chicago a few months ago too actually yeah so i was taking pictures and i was like oh that's wayne tower (laughs) you know here's here's the uh here's where the l came you know this is where the train came flying off This is this is where Bruce uh tried to jump in front of uh or tried to save uh uh Commissioner Gordon and and the uh and uh who was it the uh the guy that knew who he was that he was Batman in uh in um, the Dark Knight that they were trying to kill Joseph Gordon Levitt No 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 in in oh, the Dark Knight yeah. Coleman Reese when he saves yeah, when he saves Coleman Reese and he, he takes the Lamborghini and gets hit. Yeah, like we were on that yep. street, and I was like, "Oh, look, this is where you got hit." There's, there's the side street. All right, cool. You know, and then walked up, and I went, "Okay, here's the angle in which they were looking at the bridge, and they said that that was Arkham." And I pointed at a building, and was like, "That's Arkham." Hmm. There's cool. the building that they used for Two Face's office or for uh, Harvey Dent's office. It's actually like right across the river from Trump Tower, which is funny. I was right up the street from Trump Tower. Yeah, so it's right it's up. it's right around it's right around the like so like the river bends right at Trump Tower, and across the river from it, one of the buildings over there is the building that they shot as, like, 
they shot to the building from the outside um, as Harvey Dent's office, but they actually shot from the inside of that building because there's no way that that they weren't, I mean, like the shots that were inside when Harvey Dent's like sitting at his desk are looking out into the, the, the Chicago River. So it's, you know, it's shot from inside the building that they shot the outside part of it. So versus, you know, where they go to like a set or something like that. So they really made advantage of every possible monument and location in Chicago, honestly. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like I could, I could walk through, but we had just watched like, a, um, oh shoot, what's the name of the show? It's a, it's one of those cooking shows, but it's based in Chicago or it's not a cooking show, but it's, it's about a chef and he's, Anyway, he's he's based out of Chicago, and um, or it's not a real chef that's in Chicago. I mean, it's a I mean, it's a all fiction show. Uh, but I can't remember the name of the show off the top of my head for whatever reason. Anyway, it's based in Chicago, or the the it's set in Chicago. And, it's a popular uh, city, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that you could go and say, you know, tons of different movies you could go use as Chicago. I just happened to be like. Every time I walked, I was like, I've seen this. Where have I seen this? Oh, it was in that movie. Or, oh, it was in that show. <laughs> you know, I was like, what have I seen? Where, where have I seen this? You know. Recognize so, this? I recognize this. I've seen this a lot. Oh, you know, and then I just kind of go back and remember where it was from. But, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I wish I had that kind of memory. Unfortunately, <laughs> I forget things about five after I say it most of the time. Well, I mean, like when they were shot. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Before we wrap up, I'd like for you to uh, plug your socials and let people know where they find you and your podcast. All right. Well, uh, I am Drink Local Beham B H A M Beham uh, on Twitter. I am that. That is the Instagram as well. Um. And uh, the show is uh, College Sportscast, and we can be found on Apple, I believe, Spotify as well. Um, and yeah, we do college sports, uh, football, basketball, and baseball. College, no, no, um, major league stuff. We dabble in pro, but I think for the most part, we're going to stay centered on college. So I mean, I, like, I can more unique. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, I can sit there and talk. You know, we could talk pro football. I'm not really going to be too go go too far into it. But if we went the 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 professional sport that I would know the most of would be baseball, and uh, and it's actually the one that out of everybody that's on the show, college baseball, I'm going to know more than anybody else on that. Uh, and then of course we're just we're all fans of you know football and basketball, so. Um, that's what makes, you know, just, we're, we're just three dudes sitting around talking about stuff, you know, so, yep. Do you guys have a Instagram thing for the podcast? Uh, right now, I don't think there's like an actual Twitter handle for the podcast, but I think it is. I mean, well, uh, you could still look up college sports cast on Twitter and more than likely you will find, uh, that there is an actual, I think there actually is a, an, uh, an Instagram handle on that 
Um, there should be a uh, an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook page. All right. Yep. Well, John, it's been fun. I'm glad I got to completely across the board. I've uh, been expecting to go that hard on you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm like, I'll know trivia, but, you know, I mean, again, it goes more of uh, like things that are happening in the movie, but it's okay. We're all good. I got, yeah, I got my I like strengths, to, and like, it's good. <laughs> I like to do that to people. They expect stuff to in the they they realize there's so much more to the movie. Oh yeah, actually happening on screen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot that's going on. I mean, I would have been even worse with probably most of the other movies. You know, this one was one I actually had a relative shot at. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, let's not sell yourself short, and maybe if you back on here, <laughs> one of those movies at some point, you'll do. <laughs> Maybe you'll have done a little bit of research on one of the yeah. movies that you potentially done. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Well, I digress. Digress. It's been fun. And I, uh, I look forward to you again some. Oh. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry again about the quality of the audio. I did whatever I could to fix it. I did substitute some spots, but. The internet connection must have been bad on my side or something. Either way, I don't think it's happened again, and hopefully it won't happen again going forward. Uh, Until then, thanks for listening, as I said, and catch y'all nerds later.